This episode of the Gospel Coalition podcast is sponsored by The Good Book Company, publisher of Humble Calvinism, a book by J.A. Metters on understanding Calvinism in our hearts as well as in our heads. More information at thegoodbook.com. This is the Gospel Coalition podcast, where we seek to renew the contemporary church in the ancient gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Colin Hansen. Today's podcast is a discussion with Don Carson and Michael Kruger answering the question, did the church create the Bible? One of the common misconceptions that floats around out there is that the, the Bible is the result of an act of the church, if you will, and that the church sort of created the Bible and brought it into existence. And so in some sense, then the church is kind of over the Bible. And that, that idea is widespread. And it has a number of different manifestations. One, which uh, I hear a lot, is this idea that the Bible was created at a, at a church council. Uh, usually it's the Council of Nicaea in the fourth century that's mentioned. Uh, and usually the, the, the shadowy figure of, of Constantine is put there as, a, as someone just working his, his plan uh, from, from the background. And so he supposedly manipulates things and gets the Bible he wants and creates the, the, the sort of first Bible for the church that everyone's agreed on. And, and then suddenly you have the Bible as the result of the decisions of men in the fourth century. And so it creates this idea that the Bible is this human invention. It's entirely an accident of history. Um, it's something that you can't really put much stock in because it's all political anyway. Uh, this is the sort of idea that, that you get from it. Uh, but that, that whole narrative has a number of holes and problems in it. Um, one of the problems, of course, just on a factual level, is the Council of Nicaea didn't really address the New Testament canon at all. It was uh, more concerned with Christology and how to articulate uh, uh, the divinity of Jesus. And so it really has nothing to do with that. Um, the other mistake with that is this idea that it was not until the 4th century that Christians really thought about what books were in their Bibles. And uh, we can see the emergence of the canon all the way back in the 2nd century. So the idea that a, a later church council created the Bible just is out of sync with the chronology. Christians already had a Bible long before that. Not only an Old Testament that functioned, but a core collection of New Testament books that functioned very early. Uh, yes, some of the edges needed to be refined and, and solidified, but the core was there. From, from long before any vote or any church council. So it's always important for people to just remember that. It's, it's not that the Bible was created by men, but it was sort of more organically brought up within the body of, 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 of the church and recognized for what it was. If, if you were the question a slightly different way, did the church create the, 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 the Bible or did the Bible create the church? There is a sense in which, even though absolutely everything that Mike said is entirely truthful, there's a sense in which both are true. Um, the, the, the Bible dares speak of the apostles and prophets as the foundation uh, of, of the gospel. Now, what is meant by that is not that they invented it or they created it or they created manuscripts, holus bolus or anything like that, but they were God's duly appointed, Christ-ordained mediators of this early revelation, which issued in God-inspired texts uh, actually given by God. In that sense, there is a sense in which the uh, early apostles and apostolic leaders um, uh, contributed under the grace of Christ to give us documents that are fully authoritative. Um, but granted that that's happening already in the first century, um, that then to imagine that somehow the church creates the documents in the fourth century or authorizes them in the fourth century runs afoul of all of the um, uh, timing problems that Mike has already uh, brought up. Uh, uh, so, so it depends on which group you're answering. If you are um, answering Muslims uh, who are influenced by 
liberal Christian thought, then the answer Mike gives is exactly right. But if you're answering Muslims who are saying, look, in their case, the Bible was given by just plain flat-out dictation. God dictated the Quran, and, and, and Muhammad allegedly memorized it and then dictated it to his followers, and they wrote it down. As opposed to all of that, we insist that God worked in space-time history through the experiences and the beliefs and the convictions and the work of the Spirit in the lives of apostolic men and, uh, and, and, and their work. Uh, it is an historically mediated revelation from God that nevertheless is fully and authoritatively, verbally inspired by God. Uh, in that sense, it is important to say that it, there is a sense in which the, 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 the canonical scriptures do flow out of the work of the Spirit of God through those first God-ordained witnesses, even while we hasten to say all the things that Mike said and much more. Yeah, and uh, I think you, know, you could add a whole another set of layers to this in terms of thinking about the relationship between uh, the church and the Bible. I mean, there, you know, part of the conception of people's minds is, is that these documents were written in the first century just sort of as... As, as, as friendly advice to the church. And it wasn't until the fourth century that the church decided, you know, these are great, these are great books. I, I, I say that we make these scripture and sort of infuse authority into them. Um, I, think, I think we need to, to rethink that too. Um, when we look at the New Testament authors, particularly the apostles like Paul, who are explicitly identifying themselves as apostles, you see a real sense of authority when they write. They, they know they're not writing just casual letters that maybe later would, would accrue a scriptural status over time. But there seems to be a sense in which Paul understood him to be, to be standing and, and speaking with the authority of Christ even then, and his audience seemed to recognize that as well. So when you ask the question of where the authority came from, um, it can't be a later vote or a later church council. It seems to be sort of innately built in uh, to the documents themselves. So I think these, these two angles can round out that whole, that, that, that whole discussion of how to think about that, that issue of church versus versus Bible. It's worth remembering the, the, the Apostle's words at the end of 1 Corinthians 14, if anybody is questioning what Paul is writing, let him, let him acknowledge that what Paul is saying is the Lord's command. You've been listening to the Gospel Coalition podcast. For more gospel-centered resources, visit thegospelcoalition.org. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Learn more and join us at tgc.org slash donate.